I, I really don't know what's going to happen. I talked to a lawyer today. I'm going to talk to the leasing office. I can't legally throw this girl out of my apartment because she's on the lease. I can ask her to leave and I can hope that she just vacates. But if that's the case, I then I'm going to have to move back into this apartment. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and happy new year, besties. We're back. It's January. It's a new year. It's 2024, and I'm excited. I hope you guys had amazing holiday seasons. I had quite an eventful one, um, which I'll tell you guys about later, Uh, but for this episode, I kind of just wanted to kind of touch on my goals for the new year, talk about what my goals were last year, if I succeeded, what's rolling over to the next year, um, and just have a nice, fresh, happy, light, great start to the year episode. Um, But before that, let's get the negative part out of the way. The story that I was just referring to was what happened to me over the holidays. As you guys know, I sublet my apartment to a girl who I would love to blast her full government name right now, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I trusted this girl to move into my apartment and pay me the rent. This was, you had one job. It was move into my apartment, pay the rent and not stress me out. And that didn't really work out as planned, unfortunately. Um, This girl, I talked about this on my story a little bit, but basically I was going to sign like a sublease agreement between her and I to make sure it said like, hey, so-and-so is paying the rent. This is how much cool to protect myself in theory. But then I decided to like go through the leasing office and let them run a credit check, a background check, approve her application and put her on my lease because I thought that was like making it more safe for me because then we're both legally responsible for the rent. But what actually happened was um, now if she doesn't pay the rent... I can't do anything about it and I can't kick her out because she's legally on the lease. (laughs) So worst case scenario happened and this girl decided to stop paying the rent and to ghost me. Um, By ghost, I mean, she was just like ignoring me whenever I was like, hey, where's the rent? Hey, where's the rent? She was ignoring me for like days on end. And then she would pop back up for like one day and be like, hey, so sorry. I've been so sick. Um, I'm just seeing all these messages. Like I'm going to send it today when I get home from work. Then money doesn't come. Two days later, I'm like, hey, where's the rent? Hey, where's the rent? She's like, hey, so sorry, but I actually had a death in my family and somebody I know had a heart attack and I have been so caught up with that that I couldn't send the rent. This girl literally sent me a screenshot of her family group chat talking about the person that died. I didn't ask for this. She sent me the screenshot that said, hey, here's a screenshot just just to make sure you don't think I'm lying or anything. Who says that besides people that are lying? (laughs) Like it's literally like what an ex-boyfriend would do when you like accuse him of cheating and then he just all of a sudden starts presenting all of this evidence that you didn't ask for to try to cover up his tracks. Like I just feel like that's so sketchy. So then I'm like, hey, it's, I don't know, the 11th where's this rent or get out of my apartment? And she's like, okay, I'm going to send it first thing in the morning. I, the truth is I had a lot of car trouble and I had to spend $2,000 fixing my car and that was unexpected. And that's why I don't have the rent. And I'm like, 
Is it car trouble, a heart attack, or the flu? Which one is it? Because it can't be all three. You're making stuff up. Like, I literally was like, if you were just an honest person and told me, hey, I'm broke, I don't have it, whatever the actual real reason is, maybe I could work with you on this. But she literally just keeps making up excuses and lying. And she admitted to lying to me when I was like, I, I straight up asked her, so is it car trouble or is it HR didn't send your check? Because that was a fourth excuse that she gave me. And she was like, you told me to be honest. I'm being honest now. It's really my car. And I'm like, okay, but if you make as much money as you said you did, she sent me her pay stubs. It's over six figures. $2,000 for your car wouldn't mean you can't pay your rent. And also, I don't really care. Like, this isn't my problem. It's not my problem to pay your rent. You're a stranger. I'm so sorry if all of these things that actually happened to you, which I don't think they did, but if they did, I'm sorry you have a shitty life, but that's not my problem. You're a grown adult and I can't be paying your rent. And so I'm currently still in the middle of this saga, but um, I'm hoping by the time this episode airs, it it will be taken care of. Um yeah, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. I talked to a lawyer today. I'm going to talk to the leasing office. I can't legally throw this girl out of my apartment because she's on the lease. I can ask her to leave and I can hope that she just vacates. But if that's the case, I then I'm going to have to move back into this apartment because <laughs> I can't have two leases. Like my original plan was to have her move in, be a decent human being, pay the rent like she said she was going to. And then I was going to get my own new apartment in January or February when I moved back to New York. But now I'm afraid to sign a new lease on a new apartment because if she decides to stop paying the rent, never text me back, squat in this apartment, I can't kick her out unless I also stop paying the rent and then destroy my credit in the process. So um, I've been stressed. <laughs> I love that I did that episode about like holiday stressors right before this. And I'm like, yeah, holidays, so stressful because of family and spending money. I had no idea how stressful this holiday season was actually going to be for me. So um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping that it all works itself out. Everything everything works itself out in the end. Um, and yeah, that's that's the current situation. But I am too terrified to sign a new lease. So I went up to New York a couple weeks ago. And I was staying with my friend. And the main reason for my trip was to go look at apartments because my best friend Zola that was here, she was looking at apartments for me. And I was like, I just need to be there. Like, I just need to go sign something and then come back and move in. Because I don't want to move into a place sight unseen. People do that in New York, but I really don't want to do that. Um, and so that was the whole reason for my trip. Like, yes, I went to a couple movie premieres while I was there, but like, that was just for fun. I came up to look at apartments. And I feel like that was just a waste now because I can't sign anything. Um, so I'm I'm still trying to figure out if she's just a con artist and like this was her plan all along. Like was the plan to – because she sent me money. She sent me a security deposit. She sent me like – she sent me $2,500 so far. The rent is $3,400 for reference. Um, but like if you're – if this is the whole plan – and you're a con artist, wouldn't you want to like, why would you send me the money? I don't know. That seems weird to me, but I guess that's a good investment. If you spend $2,500 to get free rent for a few months, then I guess that's a good investment. I don't know. I'm just like a decent human being. So I really can't fathom that somebody would plan to do this to a perfect stranger. Like I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that she 
just fell on hard times and actually means what she says and is broke and I will see the money. But I'm definitely not holding my breath. So yeah, let's talk about something happier, <laughs> which is it's a new year. It's a fresh start. I actually love I love fresh starts. I love like start of the month, start of the week. That's actually why I made this podcast come out on Mondays because I'm like, I like to have something to look forward to on Mondays. It's a new week. You never know what's going to happen. Um, so I feel like for this year, my resolutions, I don't know. I don't love to write down like specific resolutions because, or maybe I should say tangible because I'm already very hard on myself as a person. And I don't want to like look at a list and be like, okay, I did three out of five. I failed. Or like I didn't do everything I wanted to do. It's a failure. Um, I'm trying to be like better about that and less hard on myself. So I haven't really written out like a resolution list um, last year, but I think it's more kind of like, or the last couple of years, I think it's more so like goals I have in my mind of like, how I want to improve as a person kind of thing. Um, so last year I made a vision board. I talked to you guys about it before. I think I'm going to post it too because I want to kind of just like, as I just said, I don't want to judge myself, but I do want to like look at all the things that I've done. I will only talk about the positive though. I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't do this. That's bad. But on my vision board last year, I had, well, I made it very visual. I mean, I don't know if you could see this, but I made it very visual and I put like vibes, like how I wanted to feel, places I wanted to travel, like things I wanted to do. Like I literally put pictures of myself on here. Um, so in the middle, I had Sports Illustrated Swim and then I had Vulnerable Hits 100,000 Downloads. And then the top right corner is all pictures of like an Italian summer traveling really blue water because that's like my happy place, boats. And then in the bottom, it's like soft life and it's like floor to ceiling windows in an apartment in New York. And then top, I had Victoria's Secret because I really wanted to do like a collab with them and work with them because I know a lot of my friends work with them and I haven't yet. So that's like one of my dream brands. And the bottom, it says discipline is the strongest form of self-love and it's like a selfie of me in the gym. So I guess how it all kind of panned out, this was 2023's vision board. I need to make another one because I actually really liked having this I made it in Canva and I made it my phone background for like most of the year. So it was kind of nice, like a nice little reminder. Um, if you listen to one of my episodes, I think it's called Rejection is Redirection. Um, it was a solo episode I did. I talked about Sports Illustrated in detail, but I feel like me making it into the top 24 of the Sports Illustrated swim search is a win. Like, I feel like that means check off the vision board. Like, I put this here because I was like, okay, yeah, I want to be a swim rookie. Like, I want to make it to the end, obviously. Um, that didn't happen. I got cut. But I still got picked. So I feel like that counts. That's a win. We're counting it. <laughs> Vulnerable did hit 100,000 downloads. So, hell yeah. That was amazing. That was like right in the middle. I was very focused on the podcast last year. Obviously, it was my first year of doing the podcast. Um, so growing the YouTube, growing Instagram, growing the community, listeners, all of that was very successful. So that was definitely a win. I did get an apartment with floor to ceiling windows and have a soft life for three weeks. <laughs> that apartment is still haunting me to this day. But this is a check mark. I had my apartment literally looked just like this picture. Like I did that. 
It was a bit of a fail, but I did it. Um, discipline and the gym was not my strong suit this year. Not going to lie. Um, I feel like I was just focused on other things. Not that my body and health isn't important, but I think there have definitely been years where I used to go to the gym and the classes and Pilates all the time. And I would feel bad if I like didn't make it to the gym. And I have not been able to get back to that mindset in a while. Like it is a real struggle and a push for me to force myself to go. Um, I think I just need to get back in the habit. Like it's not, it's not a habit anymore. And so then it's very much dependent on like how I feel that day. And it's like, I don't ever feel like going to the gym. Like you're not going to feel like going to the gym. You kind of just have to force yourself into it until it becomes a habit. And in 2022, yeah, I had a personal trainer and that was really great for me because I think I just really need the consistency and somebody waiting on me to be like, oh shit, I have to show up. And I was paying for it. So that's another, you know, helpful, what am I trying to say? It helps push you there because it's like, okay, obviously I've invested in this. I need to go. So I feel like for me, instead of doing classes sporadically, a personal trainer is what I need. And I saw differences in my body, like so quickly, like not that that that's not really my goal. I kind of want to work out just for my mental health and like just to be stronger and to, you know, not be sitting around my apartment. Um, but all of that came with being snatched. Like I was so muscular. I haven't been that muscular since I like played sports when I was younger. Um, but yeah, personal training and weightlifting will get you right very quickly. So I want to get back into that. I didn't make it to Italy, but I am going to Italy this year for the first time in 2024. So this is going to be pushed a little bit. My best friend Zola is getting married in Italy in October. So that's going to be my first time there. And I'm really excited, but we can replace Italy in 2023 with like Ecuador. I didn't plan on going there. That was a big deal and a very big trip for me. And I also went to London for the first time. So I did a few, a couple of countries for the first time. I mean, this was really like a travel corner. It was like, go travel and do things that make you happy kind of thing. It didn't have to be Italy, um, but it's going to be Italy this year. And the last thing is just working with a brand I wanted to work with. Victoria's Secret was like kind of an umbrella for a work corner for me. Like, yes, podcast was work, but I just wanted to work with brands that I admired and have looked up to since I was younger. Um, I didn't work with Victoria's Secret in 2023. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen in 2024. Um, but yeah, I really want to do a collab, like my own personal collab with a brand. I don't know if that would be clothing, beauty, like candles, skincare, whatever. Um, but I want to do like Chelsea Vaughn X Victoria's Secret or whatever. Like I want to do my own capsule collection with a brand. So that's definitely a goal that I had last year that is rolling into this year because I still really want to do that. I feel like it's a cool way to kind of like experiment with being a business owner. Not that I'm not a business owner right now. Obviously I work for myself and that is a business, but I feel like it's different in a way where like you're part of the process from the beginning. Maybe I'm just into design, but like you get to be part of the design process and choosing the fabrics and choosing the colors and creating a whole collection. Like, yes, it's a mini capsule collection, but the idea of doing all of that from start to finish, I feel like is really cool. And I don't think I want to make my own brand. Maybe. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I feel like it's a way to make your own little mini brand 
um, without having to start an entire company and make a brand. So that's definitely something I want to do. Um, and then I still want to learn Spanish, guys. It is not over. While I was home for the holidays, I was very bored in Atlanta, not going to lie. I missed I missed New York. I missed the city. Um, but like I live in the suburbs and it's boring and I also don't have a car. So I finally, finally signed up for in-person Spanish lessons. And I've taken, well, yeah, I've taken three and I'm trying to see if my in-person teacher will teach me virtually from New York. So I kind of want to like continue with her and do like Zoom sessions. Because I mean, I do therapy virtually. There's really no reason why I couldn't learn Spanish virtually <laughs> on Zoom. Um, but it was cool. It was like nice to like have somewhere to go every Monday at 6 p.m. I would go to my Spanish lesson and for an hour speak to this woman. It was just me and her and we would talk. And it was only 30 bucks. It was like 30 bucks an hour just to like sit here and have a one-on-one -on -one Spanish lesson. I feel like that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, that was something I've been – that's been on my list, my yearly resolution list for a lot of years. <laughs> Maybe in 2024, I'll finally be fluent. But I'm getting closer, and I at least I finally pulled the trigger on the Spanish lessons. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other things personally that I would like to work on. Um, that's between me and my therapist. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think – I kind of covered everything I want to cover with the New Year stuff, but I do want to give some advice. And I don't know if I ever said this on the actual podcast, but I made a new phone number that you guys can call in because, you know, I do my like Ask Me Anythings every Sunday on my story. I do Q&As and sometimes I've done like a couple Ask Me Anything episodes. Um, but now on the new Instagram, Vulnerable Pod, I have a voicemail. You can literally ask me anything you want. You can ask me for advice and I'm going to start doing that today for Chell It Like It Is. But if you feel shy, I won't, I'll, I'll do it anonymously, but I'll play the voicemail into the mic and then I'm going to answer you guys' questions. So please send me voicemails. I want to hear your cute little voices and I want to answer your questions. And the number is 828-682-8446. And it's on the Vulnerable Pod Instagram. If you haven't followed me there yet, please do. Um, but yeah, you guys can call in and leave a voicemail there anytime and I'm going to answer your questions and I'm going to do that starting right now. Hi, Chelsea. Um, so I have kind of a conundrum. I am currently trying to figure out my New Year's Eve plans and basically my boyfriend who I've been like official with for like four months without asking me, he bought tickets to this like New Year's Eve like extravaganza at a club. And it's really expensive, really, really sweet, and, like, I'm super appreciative of it. But at the same time, like, three weeks ago before I knew it, I had, like, already promised my friend that I would go to New Year's Eve with her because her birthday's the next week on, like, on the 7th. And so I told her, like, oh, that can be our, like, your, like, early birthday thing. But she's already planning another birthday thing on the 7th. But I told her that I would go before I told my boyfriend, but honestly, like, I don't want to bail on him, and I'd rather go to my boyfriend's thing, but I just, I don't really know how to tell her, or, like, if it's, like, so horribly rude of me to do so, um, so I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you. Okay, this is hard. It's, like, a classic case of the boyfriend versus the best friend. Who do you choose? What do you do? 
I feel like New Year's Eve is usually kind of like a couple holiday. Like you go with your significant other somewhere, you kiss at midnight, like you want to be with your boyfriend on New Year's Eve. So I don't blame you for wanting to. I would feel really bad about bailing on a friend, especially because one, you already committed and two, it's her birthday. Like that's tough. Um, I think best thing you can do is explain the situation to your best friend. Like, just be honest and be like, look, he surprised me with these. He already bought them. They're non-refundable, I'm assuming. Um, and New Year's Eve stuff, especially here, I don't know what city you're in, but New Year's Eve stuff is not cheap. And I'm sure the tickets were like a couple hundred bucks a pop. Um, and the girl, I'm trying to see what the best friend's thing was. Did she already buy tickets to something? Um, she promised her friend that she'd go, but she didn't buy tickets to anything. Here's what you do. Tell your friend, tell your best friend what happened. Hopefully she's understanding and tell her like you'll take her out on the 7th or whenever her actual birthday is to make it up to her. Like just you and her, you'll take her out somewhere, like treat her to dinner or drinks or whatever, make her feel special, get her a gift, say sorry, and do New Year's Eve with your boyfriend. I think that's the best plan. Hopefully your friend doesn't freak out on you. I mean, if she's your best friend, surely she'd understand. But if there's any like lingering animosity about you choosing your boyfriend over her, or if you've been ditching her because of your boyfriend, then you might be in trouble. <laughs> um, but I think that is the best plan of action. I think we have one more voicemail. Let's hear it. Hi, Chelsea. I was just wondering if you have any advice on how I can tell my sister that I don't really want to spend time with your boyfriend anymore or have a similar off after the holidays. <laughs> Thanks. Ouch. Um, I'm so curious to know more. Like, why do you hate the boyfriend? Why don't you want to spend time with him anymore? And what's your relationship like with your sister? Because if you tell your sister that, there's a good chance your sister's probably not going to come around for the holidays either. But it sounds like you have your mind made up that you really are like, I don't really care. I'm not trying to hang out with them. Um, I wouldn't tell – yeah, you have to tell your sister because I feel like that's the relationship that probably matters most to you, obviously. And to be honest, boyfriends come and go. She's probably going to break up with him at some point. <laughs> I'm a little cynical these days. Sorry, guys. Um, but – you know, family's blood. Your sister's forever. The boyfriend might be a different boyfriend in a couple of months. So I would just tell your sister, like, hey, this is why I don't like your boyfriend. She probably already knows. It sounds like she already knows. Um, and I just don't really care to have him over to my place or to see him or to hang out with him for the holidays. So if you guys are attached to the hip, like, she's not going to be able to come either. And are you okay with that? Maybe. I don't know how big your family is. Maybe you can hang out with other people in your family and not your sister. Um, but I feel like if it's a big family like outing or occasion, you probably can't avoid them. So uh, yeah, I would tell your sister, um, I don't want to hang out with you and your boyfriend like alone or I don't want to hang out with your boyfriend and tell her why. And then what she chooses to do with that information is up to her. She might still hang out with you. She might not. And then if you're at a big family gathering – I would say just avoid him or avoid them. Like if there's a lot of people around, you don't have to go out of your way. I'm sure you could just kind of keep your distance. But T, call me back and let me know what the situation is. Like why why don't you like him? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, yeah, I think that's where I'll wrap it up for today's episode. 
please, like I said, call and leave me a voicemail because that was really fun. I want to keep doing that segment. And you know where to find me. Otherwise, you can watch this full episode on YouTube at Vulnerable Pod. We're on Instagram now at Vulnerable Pod. And you can find me at Chelsea Vaughn and Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. But I will see you guys next episode.